Hi, I'm Bran, and I love The Way Home. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan, and I like The Way Home. I'm Dan, not much hesitation here. I despise The Way Home, and this is the Deck <laughs> the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Bring Dan and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, hello oh, to you, oh, hi. Nick, Janice, Carmichael. Hello, happy it's Wednesday. All three of them. It's all three of them. Not Candy Carmichael, just Carmichael. <laughs> it's different Carmichael. Person. Different. That's not uh, Carmichael's surname. That's first name. <laughs> first name. First yeah, name, first not surname. Surname. Uh, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day. Uh, Ryan, what's your favorite Hump Day story? <laughs> Oh man, there's there's at least a couple. Uh, but uh, that one that one time we hosted that that way home uh, the preview special where we didn't remember anything. That was oh, a good time. Oh yeah, that was a good it time. turns out we nailed it. That, like, it turns that out, episode actually aired on Friday. So turns out it wasn't so, a hype day. Yeah, yeah, that was a Friday. <laughs> the that one a, way home episode that did yeah, air on yeah, a Wednesday. No, you no. pick it. No, on Friday, you know, it's one of those things where I've always we said could, though, yeah. Friday is Friday is the is the hump work day of the future. To, uh, hump day yeah. The future. Yes, the hump day of the future. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know what though? Fast Fridays came out on Friday, and they were some of our most popular episodes. Oh, those are good times. And Force Fridays, which we are now scanning traction, committed to there? doing after seeing Young Victor Volmer. I don't know if you got to see that. If you got, to I see, did. I did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how we could not add that to can't the let children down. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 For the kids. For I mean, it's kids. for the kids. Exactly That's right. Right. Um, kids in the spotlight. So having, kid, a, having a real good time. So for yeah. Man, it's a Friday, so we'll make a comeback. Maybe it'll be the hump day of the present. That's know? exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, it is great to be here today, though, on a hump day. Uh, well, who's your favorite llama? Camel. Who's your favorite camel? Camel? Uh, camel? Uh, the, the, the one there from the, uh, the, 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 the animated Mariah Carey story about the nativity. Interesting. Right? I was going to wow. go. Wow. Uh, Bringing baby Jesus into the mix, huh? Yeah. I was going to go with, uh, claymation Christmas camel. Chris, Christmas. That's uh, saying the, uh, we three Kings. That's claymation Christmas camel. Christmas camel. Who's a little Christmas camel. Christmas camel. Uh, who's your favorite camel? Uh, Carmichael. Carmichael. Yeah. Carmichael. Yeah, um, Really quick, if you're not the watching hump day us, camel. the hump day camel, the hump day camel from Geico, a that's, good, that's a good, name. a good camel. Yes. Uh, if you are not watching us on Philo, I don't know what you're doing. You get to see Listening me, to us. Dan, <laughs> Ryan on your screen. There's some snow falling, uh, which it's very nice. It's very, it's very nice. nice. It's an upgrade. Uh, it is an upgrade. That's right. So Philo.tv slash DTH. You can watch us talk about the way home. You can even watch the way home on uh, mm-hmm. Philo as well, mm-hmm. and so much more. Philo.tv slash DTH. Uh, go ahead before we dive. In. I do want to know. Just go ahead and start thinking about this now. I'd love your early take, Rye, but you don't have to okay. answer it. What order should we watch the Star Wars movies in? So I, I was I actually have thought about this a little bit. It's that if it times out, and I don't think it will, but if it times out where episode one is in theaters right about when we're about to start, I think we start with episode one so that we can all go to the theater, even if not together, obviously. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, like yeah. that seems like a cool way to kick it correct, off. Correct, correct. That would be yeah. the way to do it if we could. If not, I'm going to be a big proponent of the re- release order. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, and no argument for me. I think I would only be in favor of episode one. I think it's like, what's that, the first week of May? So I'd have to do some quick math. I don't know if that's realistic. I think we need but... to do it four, six, one, five, <laughs> two, three, then the new ones. What about Rogue One? Where are you putting think, that well, one? Rogue One's obviously, you put that after five. <laughs> Are we are we watching Solo? I think Rogue One and Solo are all in there. I think it's eleven, just like the Fast One series is. Oh wow! How fun! Yeah, How fun. I think it's the same exact bit. Voom, this voom, makes more and more yes. sense voom, by voom, the voom. second. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of, more we would not have done Fast Fridays if there weren't eleven. No, <laughs> no, that, that, that was the deal. Lucky, the deal lucky yeah. number eleven. Lucky number eleven. Taylor yes. Swift. We know the deal. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about The Way Home, Season 2, Episode 5. Guys, I know her lucky number 17. Get off my back. Uh, the Way Home, Season 2, Episode 5, Long Time Gone. What's that song? It's a long five for, time five gone. Fighting. Say what? <laughs> it's five for fighting, right? Time gone. Time gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time gone, long time gone, I'm long than a time. Ooh. long gone. There you go. Someone can tell me what it is. Long time gone. It's got to be a song, right? All the titles are songs. It's got to be a song. Like There's a, a song by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, okay, which was written in 1814. If you, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were that old. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's one. Long time gone by the Dixie Chicks. Now the Chicks. The Chicks. Yes. Um, the D Chicks. That feels like a safe bet. I don't right? think it's the D chicks, but I do think it is. Yeah, this song is from 2002. It yes, it yeah. can't be the D chicks. We're gonna <laughs> continue. February 25th, 2024. These chicks. <laughs> these chicks. These chicks. <laughs> I know they didn't sing that song. Guys, you don't need to email me. Eleven's her, her favorite number. That's exactly right. <laughs> a little something like this. Uh, episode kicks off with Kat and oh, Susanna uh, having, I don't know, like a tea time or something. Kat is uh, hanging out there now, just, you know, willy-nilly with Susanna and Elijah. When I know? leave, yeah. I want to go out like Elijah. Well, can I tell you something that I Please just heard? Do. That these, not. these are the days of Elijah. <laughs> what? There's no God like Jehovah. I went Rich Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. God's an awesome God. Amen. He put, put on, on Ritz. Ritz. He would never. Uh, Cyrus Goodwin shows up and uh, they make Cat hide. They're very scared of this man. Um, he's asking about where Jacob is. He demands that they let him know when he finally shows up. And after he leaves, Susanna. Uh, is going to walk Cat back to the pot. We then see that Alice is in 2002 hanging out with Elliot again. Mm-hmm. At least we know they have hot apple pie. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, talking about how the summer of 2002 had been rough, and he just wants to get past Founder's Day. Uh, back in 1814, Cat gets to... Uh, the pawn, and we see a uh, nude Thomas Cole. Nearly nude. Nearly nude. We were promised a nearly nude Thomas Cole, and we got one. Um, that's the dude that shot her, if you recall. Uh, he lets her know that uh, that I know that you are Jacob's long-lost sister. I know who you are. Word travels fast, especially when you're me and I know things. And uh, she's like, well, I know that you're a liar and a thief. <laughs> um, Kat says that she uh, knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas says, Kat, let's not make assumptions around here because... Um, 
might you might disappear. Like, all right, weirdo. All right. Um, then we see paintbrushes fall out of his shirt as he's putting his clothes back on. Boo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, cat's Are you like booing paintbrushes. No, I'm, I'm booing him. <laughs> Artistry yeah. is stupid. Paints the. I, mean, I think we can all agree that painting's the worst type of art. Guys, don't email me. Yeah. Man, that's tough. Lucky number 23. Call him the Paint the big number 11. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, on his way out, on his way out, he uh, calls her. He calls my, her. My Catherine. My Catherine. Just like. Just in like. The <laughs> painting. Painting. Yes. Um. So hey, uh, hot neighbor. Remember hot neighbor? Uh, Dell's hot big neighbor. Fan. Yeah, Del's hot neighbor. Sam? Big fan. You mean big, Sam? Big fan of hot neighbor. Centrum Silver over there. Yes. Man, uh, and he is talking to every single woman in town. All yeah, the single is. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her and, favorite number is twenty eight. Yes. Yes. Uh, Texas, hold them. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's Beyonce's new track, by the way. For those, I didn't listen. I've not listened yet. That's well. You heard it, really. <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah. Okay. You heard it. I crushed it. Is it as yeah, better or worse than the D chicks? Uh oh, worse than the D chicks. No, sorry, better than the D chicks. Whoa! Wow! What? It is. Ryan? It's better. It's better than the D chicks. Disagree? Yeah, no, I, well, I, I was I was reacting to Brands misspeak. Yeah, it's a good tune. Like you know. Uh, also, I'm not ready to I learned nice, a long time but... ago. You don't. You're not allowed to say anything negative about Beyonce and how she's overrated as an artist. You can't say that or people get mad at you. Holy cow! Um, Founder's Day is coming up. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I know you can't it say sounded that. Sounded like you've been wanting to say that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said it on another. show. Show. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, nice, you're not ready to back down. Let's just say that's, call that's right. You're wrong on that one, Brand. I don't listen. I don't want no scrubs. Um, to the left, to the left. Founders Day is coming up, and Elliot is handed an "Ask Me About My Family" pen. Elliot is not thrilled about this. Uh, either is the new intern because they're asked to present at the town festival, but Casey doesn't really even know who their family is. Elliot has a flashback of his dad telling him, um, hey, buckaroo, uh, this is the one day a year where people people care about us. That's right. Because we're a founding family. Us we're, Augustines. We're the, family. We're, we're the least important of the founding family. families. But we are a part of this founding uh, family, and it, like his dad is very intense about this. Even pricks him with a big, with a big pin. Uh, Elliot comes over for dinner, and Cat asks him uh, if he uh, looked at the manifest, um, and uh, and uh, he says yes. I looked at the manifest. Jacob's name's not in there, not anywhere in there. Alice tricks Elliot and Cat into spending some more time together. Decorating the gazebo for Founders Day just like they used to. Um, <clears throat> the next day, Casey tells Cat that they um, found the. Uh, I, she found uh, they found some records and um, found out a bunch of stuff, and it's important. But whatever. Um, Elliot's and uh, meets up with Cat at the gazebo and says, "Hey, just here's some uh, a fun fact for you that." The name that you're going to be looking for is Thomas because Thomas's boat. He was on, uh, whatever. Yeah, this yeah. is the name. This name is in it. It's important. This name is in the manifest on this very day, first day of autumn or something. Yeah, something. first day of autumn. 
Uh, they start to dance uh, to the band that is doing sound check uh, slash practice, and it's uh, going great until she spills the beans that she told Susanna that she's a time traveler. Elliot freaks out on her, hands uh, hands her the uh, the the, the piece of paper, and just uh, yeah. says, "I'm out of here." Um, at uh, uh, Alice then has a meal with uh, Noah, the guy, the kid from the uh, the coffee shop. We finally get to like hear him talk and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. works at his dad's food truck, has big dreams and and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> so it's the day of the the founders uh, fest, and Cat uh, goes to the pond. She's gonna time travel, and hopefully. This will be the day that Jacob comes back and they can be, uh, she can actually come back and say, I found him. <laughs> Jump the gun a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Elliot at Founders Day gives a heartwarming speech about Founders Day and being a founding member of the family. And everyone's proud of him because his dad's a real doofus. We find out that his dad went on stage and did this whole, no one cares about my family, blah, blah, blah speech. And so apparently Founders Day, we all knew this about Elliot. We Founders know. Day is so hard on Founders him. Founders Day is tough for him. That's right. And so to, for him to go up there and give a speech like he gave. The vibe at Founders Day has always been this vibe. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, after the festival, Sam and Dell sit together oh. by the water. Oh, my. My man they, brought his pickup truck down onto the sand right there. They talk. <laughs> they flirt. And they get nearly nude. Sound the wow. alarm. Sound the nearly nude alarm. You know the sound. Thank you. A little bit like uh, Dominic the donkey. Yeah, it did. It did a little, uh, a back little in eighteen fourteen, Cat yeah. is um, working on the fields with the family. You know, as you do when working you, the fields when your right. fr- when your friend comes, you're like, "Hey, help us with the fields." And uh, while she's digging through the dirt, she finds some clothes buried, including the same shoe that Jacob was wearing the night that he went missing. The night that he time traveled originally, his shoe is buried in the dirt. That that fancy dirt that we know that we yes. know about um, Landry soil. We see uh, a, a boat is coming in, and uh, they all go to see the boat come in. And Cat uh, points and says, "Hey!" And this guy turns around, and it's Jacob. It's it's it, it looks a, it looks a lot like it's Jacob. It looks a lot like the Jacob in the picture that she had made up of what Jacob would look like at this age. So, so she goes, Jacob, Jacob, and he like doesn't really do anything, react Correct. at all. Yes. Instead, some uh, ta- Body ta- once told me <laughs> Thomas and some officers come onto the beach and say, "Hey, Jacob, we're arresting you for treason," and they like push cat over as well and she's all like crying and that my friends was the way, way home season, season two, two episode five, five long time gone we did it um let's take a quick break i love it we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we're gonna break this episode down here on deck, deck the, the hallmark, hallmark. Oh, look at this. What's going be, on over I here? Mean, I might Inspired be, I by Nearly News? I might be Nearly News by the end of this episode. Filo.tv slash DTH. Say no more. Uh, let's talk about uh, The Way Home Season 2, Episode 5. A long time gone. Um, Ryan. 
We're going to start with you. I thought about it. We're going to start with you. And we're going to start with the hot take. And I don't know if you're ready to share that now, but we're going to start with the hot take. It's good. I'm going to share. you off guard. We're going to share exactly how we felt about this episode. This was an episode last week. We talked about it. We were, uh, you know, this uh, maybe like a breaking point episode, at least episode five and six, kind of looking back to last year. Episode six was that big episode. Yep. They're like, well, yeah, we're here. Uh, this episode, we were all looking forward to it. Did it live up to our expectations? Ryan, I'll start with you. Thank you, Brent. Uh, I have a lot of notes like I always do, but I will start just by saying that I didn't like the ending of this episode at all. I, the, the last, I, I don't know, we, you know, for full transparency, the three of us have not chatted about this yet. We, we not wait at for all. The show. And, and like, so I, I, you two probably watched it together, but I, I thought the last five minutes of this episode was a total mess. It's a trash, uh, it's a trash ending, Ryan. Yeah. And like, I, maybe there's a version of it that I could have liked. I've been trying to think about like, maybe if Jacob acknowledged cat, if it is him, which we're still not even really sure, maybe I would have liked it a little bit better. Ultimately though, the episode ends with us really, even though we've technically kind of sort of possibly met Jacob we finally, and yeah. re- we haven't. And cats no further to saying anything to him in person in real time of the show or of our lives. Quite frankly, I did not like the ending of this episode. Uh, I, I, there's other things going on. I, uh, last week I said that, you know, I feel like we're either stalling completely or actively like really taking these massive, massive swings and just like all of it is a hodgepodge together that doesn't really work. It was more of the same here. It's like I, I, I started the episode going. It's like, man, I, I don't know what the difference is, but Alice or whoever spending time in 2000 for whatever reason just doesn't feel as absurd as Cat just hanging Correct. out in 1814. Correct. All this, I, and I was fine with the 1814 stuff for the first couple weeks. But as we do it more, I'm just like, oh, now she's going to go play dress up in 1814. And, and like, I, I just I, I don't like it. Elliot character swings are Ugh. so dramatic. More on that in the sink or swim, but I don't like where that's going. Uh, the the Elliot dad stuff felt like, ironically, the worst part of the most recent Star Wars film, <laughs> where it's just like, like it's just all about these couple families. Um, and then I did write this down about halfway through the episode. This is my last thing. Uh, Alice asked Kat, uh, just go get Jacob. What are you waiting for? I think the show should ask itself that same thing. What are Let's we go. waiting for? Because like that, again, those last two minutes, and listen, if you thought it was a big deal, great. To me, it just seemed like the ultimate tactic in delaying the inevitable, yep. whatever that may be. Didn't land for me. The show is still great on the whole. I have not liked these last couple episodes. You just crushed that hot take, Ryan. Thank you. you uh, by and large, Ryan, I, I agree with you. Uh, let's talk about Nearly Nude first. Um <laughs> You took your wedding ring off for this conversation, which is weird. It's, well, I want to do a lot a of weird thing that I you want to do a lot of pounding on the table, and I didn't want everyone to hear yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> disappointed. Disappointed. I will say disappointed I, and nearly nude. I, you know, but I do want to say this. Last week, if you remember, I talked about how this may mean that nearly nude also involves hot neighbor Sam, and that was confirmed, and so I'm thankful uh, for that. On to the storylines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my ring back on. Yeah, good. I, uh, That's the least you could do. <laughs> starting off this morning in an unusual way, I I was 
shocked that she's just hanging out in 1814, like having tea time it's with Susanna. Like that whole thing, like just hanging out with the family was weird and not how I wanted this episode to start. Um, don't really care about uh, a lot a lot of the things in 1814 and I know this is a me thing but I just I don't want I don't want to spend that much time there and so that's unfortunate I do have a new theory to bring to the table if you guys will bear me the time I would love to Go for it I believe that um finding the clothes buried in the dirt shows us that the Jacob that she knows died. They buried him before. And they buried his clothes separately. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just bones aren't there. It's just, it's the you know bones aren't there. I don't know, man. They, dis- they disintegrated. They just, just disintegrated. Red Chuck Taylors an inch under the topsoil. But the the, but the kids. No, they did something else. Let me just. I don't know. Let me just. Let me just bear with you. He tell. He tells them I'm a time traveler. Okay. She's uh she's a she's a uh, a healer, healer <laughs> trust jumpers. We've already established that. Healers trust jumpers. That's going to be she, a new shirt. And she <laughs> said uh she they they decided don't know about this and um either dead, gone, whatever. But they figure out he's telling the truth. And so they they get this guy, and he is now playing the Jacob just in case anyone ever came and looked for him. And that's why he doesn't really respond. Yeah. But then they, they arrest him as Jacob, so I don't know about that. But he would have recognized her. He would have. And there's 100%. nothing There's nothing on his face that is, At I recognize all. you. So I don't know what happened to Jacob, but that's not the Jacob that she's looking for. However, they end up playing that out. And I believe that Thomas Kincaid over there knows that. And, <laughs> and is, he's going to paint about it. And he, like, he cares about Kat, wants to protect. And so the way in which he's going to protect her is by throwing this guy in jail so that she now can't get to him. I think there's something going on with that. And uh, I just don't believe that this guy is the Jacob that we've been looking for this whole show. I think that Jacob's d- dead and yeah, gone. I, I can, I'll, I'll just piggy piggy back there. And then I'll get to my hot take. We'll the episode was okay, it, by the way. Just uh, okay. engineer it a little bit. Good for you. Uh, like, where would you rank it in this season? Five um, episodes. Probably middle of the pack for me. Okay. Um, so, I think, first of all, I, it should come as no shock that if Jacob is dead, it I I a lot more respect for all involved in this show. I think that would be a tremendous twist because it does hammer home the point that I think the show at least initially started to make, which was you can't change the past, like enjoy your future, find your way back to your home, find your way to your homeostasis and like move forward. Don't look back. Um, the Jacob thing, the reason it's frustrating, there's a long chat, there's a there's a disagreement in the chat because IMDb lists that guy as Jacob Landry and he says he's Jacob Landry. Understand our complaint is calling him Jacob Landry doesn't make him the Jacob Landry. And it is a clear and easy loophole that the show's creators have made so that they can try to give you something without giving you anything, right? That guy adopts this kid, calls him Jacob Landry. That doesn't mean he's the Jacob Landry. It doesn't mean that that's who he is, what you alluded to. Yeah. And I think for us, 
Like, guys, we saw it. Like, if we're to believe it's intimated heavily in season one, Jacob does time travel in the pond. If we're to believe that he does time travel in the pond, the fact that we're doing this the way we're doing it now has become just like very, it's just intolerable. Like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any categorical sense why they would continue to veil this guy's identity when the pond's supposed to take you exactly where you need to go. So you mean to tell me the pond took Kat to a place where she had to kind of, sort of, almost quasi-pseudo-find Jake for three or four episodes? What? The pond would never take you there for that. And to, and to take her sweet, sweet time doing it as well. Back to my problem with the episode, which this is my least favorite episode of the season. We got, we caught some flack, not only from our double deckers. The best part about our double deckers is just because they like us doesn't mean they're going to agree with us all the time. And they, they are liking this show. I think on the whole more than we are in the comments on Instagram, we caught some flack for it. Like guys, it's just a fun popcorn mystery show. You should just blah, blah, blah. Understood. The first season set the expectation. It just did. If this show came out and was like, when calls the harder ride, we wouldn't care this much, and we also wouldn't be this critical. So please understand, and if the the showrunners are listening to this, this is because we love this show. But right now, it is a clear case of sequelitis. It is a clear case of bigger, more, more complicated, more complex, trying to hide some weird twists and giving faulty uh, like reasons why. The Elliot character makes no sense. I'll save that for your sink or swim. The Founders Day behavior by all involved, unless I'm forgetting Founders Day from last year, because my like memory of Founders Day last year is not this heavy-handed treatment of this year that that is portrayed as something that happens every year, and so and maybe I missed some details there. I I'm one to do that. I just it it, it feels as though we're rewriting character motivations to serve an ongoing, ever-changing plot that is is there to serve a few heavy hitter, big uppercut twists that are coming later. And the way that they're going to make sense later is by the explanation we're getting now. And this explanation doesn't make sense. Um, and so it's starting to become, it's starting to make me angry. Uh, initially, it was like, all right, you, you had a great season. You came out of the gate. You swung big. Good for you. I'm here for these characters. And then it was like, this is a little frustrating, and now I'm just angry. We are through half of this season, and I'm just angry because the show that we got for 10 episodes last year is nowhere to be found. And can they bring that show back for five episodes? Yeah, but right now we are a, a mile wide and an inch thick. We got nowhere to go and all day to get there, and we got three twists that we're waiting on, and instead of making good television, we're just saving those all for episodes eight, nine, or ten, and it's really, really frustrating, and and I hate that because this show's good with good actors and good writers and good people involved, but it's not it right now. This is not it. What we're doing right now is not it. Let's simplify. Let's narrow it back down. Yeah, there's any chance. I mean, the, the my biggest hurt because i don't think like i feel like the most likely explanation is that he's not the jacob that we're looking for the the problem though is that she did the thing she did the thing where she took the picture and had it what would he look like and that's what the guy looked like so 
I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like in my mind, I'll say this. go ahead. I'm sorry. Brett. Sorry. I'll say this. Sorry. I'll say this. Cause I, I agree with you too. I don't think that's going to be him. If that is him, this was arguably the biggest moment the show could have done. And it was bad. Yeah. Like it's like, it's, it's like a Defcon five. If that is him. Cause then yeah. this was just an absolute miss. 100%. Right. Make no mistake. If that is the Jacob Landry, brother of cat landry it's one of the worst episodes of television that was aired this year one of the worst it gets miles guys guys in the chat and everywhere who want that to be real jacob you don't want that because now it's just out and out manipulative because we don't know what to do next like now it is really really bad the best case scenario is that's a red herring and it's not really jacob best case scenario yeah it's interesting. Yeah, There's a lot of interesting right? things. You know, to the point, I, I said that he would recognize, but he wouldn't. Like, we, we've had many instances in the show when, you know, it's cl- like even you just don't recognize people. Like, your your mind plays a, a, a joke on you, and you don't think about it. And, like, Kat not knowing that Alice was the time traveler, even though, like, she was. Yeah. Like, you know, so it, that doesn't mean that because the only reason why he, she recognized him was because of that picture the the aging up thing is the biggest hurdle because it like that was him and so i don't really know what to, i don't really know what to do with it unless you know they've manipulated it in the past somehow to like put it go ahead sorry that's the problem though because like if that you sure that what you just said actually does make sense it's like why didn't uh cat remember alice from you know all these years of her teenage years but ultimate you only got one chance for cat and jacob to see each other for the first time you only got one shot at that i don't care if they if it is him in two episodes from now they have a big hug and embrace it was a mess like if it is him it was just an absolute – even if there's a logical story reason for it, I think it just misses the mark if that I is think him. that's the problem is, is we are delving way too deep into the history and mythology of this town. Like we had a really solid storyline that was very focused on the Landry family, and now you want us to care about the Augustines, the Landrys, and what's the tippity-top ones, the, the highfalutin ones. You, you want us to care about this weird rivalry between these three families and if Jacob was bought, like, and, and then when we get the reveal, it's going to have to do with all of these like things that the show, it, it just hasn't successfully pulled off. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear though, that Thomas is in a the Goodwin family. That's what we're looking like. For. I don't think that Thomas is like, they're, they're wanting us to think that he's this bad guy. And he I, and I think, no, like they're setting up for him to have done this thing as an act of caring about Cat, and then they're gonna have a thing, and he's gonna paint her, and it's gonna be this big thing. I'm just telling you right now. I called it in episode one. Thomas Coyle, Elliot, Cat, love triangle, love triangle, like outline, like Outlander. I called that in episode one of this season. So that would not surprise me at all if that was the case. And he's not bad. He's 100 yeah. percent not bad. Yeah, for sure. So him, I like, love the idea that Jacob is dead and he's trying to protect her because he knows that's not the real Jacob. I love that. That's a fun bit. 
the clothes burial was it was a, yeah. a, ma- a mess on my part, but yes. that's my yeah, working from that. <laughs> that's yeah. my working theory though. Is Could that better there? Is for that sure. is that he's dead and that they have co- basically come up with this thing because they because they believed that time traveling existed and maybe that he he died accidentally or whatever and they're try they're trying to part of the 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 annual tradition in the town every year on the first day of autumn is is they rebury the future clothes <laughs> <laughs> a little bit closer to the that's the, right. the top <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit closer every year uh are you about to say something just it's the first day of harvest harvest excuse me i'm, har- I'm sorry not autumn harvest one's you, a season one's a word we use to describe butt. a season you dumb butt. <laughs> you're just a dumb butt yeah, sorry it's excuse going, me man. i'll see myself out yeah you're being a real D-check right now. Uh, it's time for all the fields where we talk about uh, what... Oh, we only did one segment there, huh? That's fascinating. Here we go. Uh, Ryan, anything in this episode give you feels? There was one great scene in this episode. That's the Elliot and Cat fight while they're watching the band. The cat burps. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the acting was excellent. Like, really, like it was also just like the first time... The show both felt like it was moving towards something for me, and as like it made me feel something. I was like, "Oh yeah, this, there's like stakes here, and like these two characters don't like each other." And this is the version of Elliot that they kind of teased in season ten, uh, episode ten last year, and episode one this year. And Cat has a fundamental issue with the things that he does, but there's conflict. Like all of that was good. It was also hilarious that the band just kept rehearsing, even though they're screaming at the top of their lungs, and they they didn't they didn't stop at all. Like all of that was really good. Nothing else in the episode episode was particularly enjoyable for me but i did love that scene i had um confused feels at the uh the end of the episode when they have this big scuffle with with the arrest kicking cat down um it it almost began to look uh, like it was kind of like not glitchy almost like a reenactment like a historical reenactment where it's like not fluid and it didn't look anything like how this show has looked ever and i and i was just confused by it i don't know if it was a way for them to to show that this matters i don't know but for some reason when those guys barge on to the beach for the rest of the episode there was a bit of a, a stutter to the camera work that i just don't understand why it happens did you notice that ryan I, a little bit yeah, yeah. I, I i don't know if it was a stylistic choice or to your point something like else because it wasn't slow motion it was a stylistic it, choice to keep you from getting any more information to try to glean a clue from i think like that a, was the 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 strategy it looked like yeah. something you'd see on like a history channel when it cuts yes. to some sort of Correct. reenactment that's what it looked like yeah. uh dan any feels i was thrilled to find out ryan enjoyed that fight scene <laughs> that's all i've got we'll I'll take a quick break we'll come back uh with the wait what and then sink or swim ah. here on deck deck the hallmark. Hallmark. It's a good friend, Brian, here with Dan, Ryan. Howdy. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, thank Ryan. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Uh, it's time for the Way What is thank where we... Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Sherry, thank, thank you, Brian. Brian. It's where Brian, we share exactly you. how we felt Brian, about this Ryan episode. Ryan says thank you. Thank you, hey, He says, Brian says thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ryan, anyway, what's for you? 
I got I got a couple. Let's see. I got I got I got three here. Uh, so uh, the manager of the restaurant, forgive me, I can't remember her name. Uh, she Candy goes, Carmichael. That's uh, they're, they're they're getting ready for the uh, the the celebration in the town, and she decorated a little in the restaurant. And somebody comes in, and she goes, 200 years calls for two hundred times the celebration." But apparently, that amounts to just a few participation-looking ribbons, and they had a select few balloons in said establishment. Seemed like a little bit of an oversell for two hundred years of a celebration. Um, <laughs> to that point, I'm going to stay in the restaurant. Did Alice just suddenly go from worst wait- waitress ever to pretty competent? Because that's just overnight. That we, like, like maybe this shouldn't bother me as much as it does, but like, uh, it might be the biggest plot gap in the show's run so far. Um, and I, I don't know what this one is. I'm just going to read it as I have it here on the page. It's more absurd that they just blindly thought that Jacob or anyone who they see with a paintbrush is the logical candidate to have painted the portrait of cat. Oh yeah. She sees the guy with the, she's like oh, a paintbrush. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like people have, it's in the 1814. There's nothing else to do to pass the time. Like, you know, like there's going to be many people with paint equipment brand. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got a couple. One, um, I know Elliot's dad is bad, and I know they want us to know that, that he's a real jerk face. Um, But that could have come across without him putting a pin on his kid in a way that I can only describe as abusive. If you put a pin on somebody jabbed it right in him and just jab it with one hand, everyone knows one hand, pull the shirt out to go through and then connect it at the the back. Thank you. We'll post that separately. You you can't, you can't one hand a pin, especially on another person's body. Uh, a a, a bad, a bad person, a bad man, a bad father. Um, here's the thing about sound check. Um, oh boy, that wasn't that. What that band was doing was not sound check. One, apparently, it happened the night before. Uh, two, it's practice. Just call it practice. You guys are practicing. You're having doing multiple songs. Some of the band uh, they say, "Hey, buddy, why don't you take this one? We'll just sit over here." It's practice. They're practicing. It's practice. Uh, last but not talking least, about practice. We're talking about practice. It's not. It's not the game. It's not sound check. It's practice. Uh, last but not least, and I know I keep talking about these pins, uh, but that pin in Founders Day 2024 is so big. It's massive. How big is it? How big is it? That pin is so big that Dell could have been wearing it while nude, and I would not classify her as nearly nude. Ah, nicely done. That's nicely how done. big that pin is. It's giant. Mm. It's a giant pin. Mm. Dan? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, all week this week, no one called Jacob Jake. Not once. They said Jacob's name over a dozen times. If you think I'm not going to keep track of this the rest of the way, I am. It's Dan's uh, conspiracy theory. That's, that's exactly right. Um, I don't know if we've had the Founders Day before. I thought we had had it season one. Because in season one, we get a lobster social. More on that later. Uh, we get uh, something with the carnival in, in 1999. What is that? Not, is that's just the carnival. It's just the carnival. Just carnival. Yeah, yeah, we get Founders yeah. Day and Wind Calls the Heart. Yeah, Founders Day, lobster social, Wind Calls. What I'm trying to say is for a town this small, it seems like we have a lot of big time events. Like a lot of massive <laughs> 
events for a town this tiny and and it's almost like they're just making them up like why if if this like it's clear that founders day is such a seminal moment for elliot and the whole augustine family like it just feels like they're making it up and maybe this is a complaint of the show and not you know because tv shows do this all the time but like for them to come up on this and for them to have been there for a school a full school year and back in school again like i I just don't understand it. I don't understand where we get all this. This The fact that in season one, we never hear about the three families. And maybe I'm wrong. I guess my wait, what is, what, what, where, was that in there? Is, the, is there in, in the first season talk of Goodwins, Landry's, and Augustine's running the town? And, and I just missed it. And maybe there, there is some of that. And I just missed it. It just didn't feel like that was there. Um, Kat doesn't say Jake in this episode, but she does say, I still don't understand why the pond took Jacob to the 1800s. Now, they if Jacob is 24, I don't know how many times we have to go over this. <laughs> they did it. The pond, they, the pond did it. It didn't. The pond did not take Jacob to the 1800s. If it's 1814 and he's 20 some years old, the pond took Jacob to the 1700s. That is how it works with the rules you've developed. But uh, clearly, even the writers and the cast believed that Jacob was taken to the 1800s, which would not at all fall into the correct like timeline of this show. You can't just keep saying that. It's taken you to the 1800s. It's not taken... Jacob to the 1800s he lives there now now the other thing is is we do at some point have to get to the scene where Kat is the white witch and jumping into the pond and if they're going to do that over the next five episodes good luck out there uh lastly uh no I've got two more um Thomas Coyle is the only guy in this Canadian uh town in 1814 that is feigning a British accent and it's becoming more and more noticeable everyone else in the town is speaking what we would say is canadian or american accent modern day and thomas coyle did not get the memo like no one gave him that note he assumed everyone was coming with the british accent he's got the british accent no one else has it and he's like i'm sticking with it that's what we're going with and we're going to keep moving forward and then lastly this this ryan already articulated so well why the end of this episode is so bad but can i add add to it backing in a rowboat to shore <laughs> you are, stay with me your boats don't have any motors on them guys the you are you are rowing these boats that's what you're doing and the thing about rowing a boat is is you do want to see where you're going um you would not it's not like they have a dock you would not back your boat into the shore. That you turn it the right way. Maybe you wouldn't, so that everyone <laughs> can see. You would back it out when you leave. But they do that just so everyone's faces can be turned away from the camera, which is just like, come on, guys, this is terrible. That's all I got. Rena makes a great point. Your uh, your complaint on events shows that you've never seen Gilmore Girls because this town has nothing on Stars. Uh, listen, in regards no, 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 to wait events. a minute. Quick time out here. Quick time as it's quick. It's a, it's a thirty, right? Uh, I've grown up. I grew up in small towns my whole life. 
we love events. None of them shut down the whole town. Like I, my small town, the three small towns I grew up in never had a Ferris wheel in their town. That would like we didn't yeah. have the money for that. You would hate Gilmore Girls. That is, this is insanity. This, this is proof. Having an event, <laughs> not a not a shock. Having a parade or like a Founders Day event, not a shock. The level of these doesn't match the level of town, in my opinion. That's all I'm saying. When I was a kid, I uh, dressed up like a, a clown with my friend Henry Sullivan, Yikes. and we rode our bikes and a Fourth of July parade, and we won a prize. <laughs> it's time for uh, sink or swim. It is where we talk about the things that are sinking, things that are swimming, and everything in between. Ryan? Uh, this one's for Lorelai and Rory. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I, so I hope this isn't redundant. I apologize. I said I would talk about this in Sink or Swim. I, I don't think there's any going back now. Dan, you talked about it, and you're open. Brand, you just talked about it with uh, with the uh, Wait What uh, pin edition. Uh, Elliot can't be a villain now after establishing that his dad is this Correct. awful? The Hallmark won't allow it. I don't think the show would do it. It would be bold if the show did it. Uh, but I, I just I can't see a scenario now where it would happen. And by bold, it would be bold, but it would also be like kind of jarring. But that creates a fundamental issue, and not because the three of us wanted to be right and high five at Bramble Fest that we called it. And how cool is that? No, like it's these last five episodes have been so wildly erratic when it comes to his character that now this episode, by and large, seemingly closing the door on that as a possibility. One makes those last four episodes horribly confusing and two of his behavior continues to be wildly erratic i just can't fathom a scenario where they make him a villain it's a problem i don't like it i guess we could be wrong but i think it's like 99.9 percent yeah i think that they i honestly think that they may have taken some of the heat of elliot's a villain and tried to use it to their advantage in this season i i honestly believe that and it's now a mess yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. is. No, it's it, is. it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's, I just don't see any coming back from this. And okay, fine. But then what were the last, you know, whatever that is, 200 minutes of showtime that we watched in regards to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a sink and a swim if you guys will bring me the time. I would love that. Um, I, I mean, that's fine in this case, I think. My sink is I'm disappointed that when Dan and I were extras or uh, had the opportunity to be extra on USS Christmas that we weren't extras on Turkey Leg Day. Yeah. Because the extras here at this carnival, everyone has a turkey leg. And I would have loved to have been invited. Instead, Dan and I sat on a ship. I got some sort of COVID hot dog. um, And I didn't get a a turkey leg one bit. No one asked me if I wanted one. So I would have just liked to have been offered the opportunity to be an extra on Turkey Leg Day of the way home. My swim is a uh, shout out to JJ and the pillars, a real band. Yep. Uh, we Googled them. They play at the uh, Founders, Founders Day, Day Festival. Correct. They get a shout out on the show. I don't know who JJ is, who he's related to in this show <laughs> to have been given the spotlight for his band, but pumped for them. They weren't bad. They Dan? weren't bad. They weren't like bad. Them. Um, we see Dell signing a history of Port Haven book. Um, I do we, I, I literally don't know the answer to this. Did she write the book? Is, is she signing it because she's a member of a, the founding family? I think it's that one. I think okay. it's that one. Okay. Yeah. Is this a normal tradition at the founders day where they take books people haven't written 
and they have others sign them because of their last name. It's like it's a it's like a yearbook, uh, yeah. but only for the the founders, yeah. and they all right. sign Goodwin's, the crack. They Landry's, all sign the crack. They say they say have a great fall. But yeah. it, it also it also would kind of like in this case, and I know this is kind of what the episode was about, but it also would be like Marcus Jordan signing like a Bulls jersey, exactly. like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got my history like that a hot commodity, the history of Port Haven, <laughs> <laughs> like that. But that just put me to sleep saying the title. <laughs> Um, but you know, if you can get a distant relative of one of the three founding families to sign it, then yeah, by marriage, yeah, by marriage, yeah. yeah, boom. Um, we did it. We did it. We Everybody, did. Nearly new. Done. Check it oh. off the box. Yeah. Well, let's just find out for for good measure. Brian, come on in here, bud. Um, we've been waiting Thank a long you. time for this. Can you let us know yeah. if there was anyone, hey, any persons? Hey Any goes. persons that were nearly new Person. in this episode. It's funny you say persons, Bran. It's, yeah. like, it's like you watch the show. We ended up having a, not one, not two, three nearly wow. new. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, um, real bummer of a nearly nude for me personally. I do get paid per segment. It looks yeah. like I'm out of a job. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, hey, we don't know. We don't know more. for sure. Oh, we're going to keep going. I will say, awfully suspicious that the... I don't the, think we're, we're paying him by the segment, Brand. We're not going to keep going, I don't think. No, okay. No, no. Obviously, though, very sus, sus, as the kids say, that the one episode that uh, Thomas Kincaid is nude is also, also the, the nearly Sam, nude that we... Yeah. Could they, could they... Do they only ever get one, one a season? One a season. If you want people to be one shirtless, you get a one, you got a jam packet in there. Uh, because when I saw uh, Tommy Tommy Boy come out of the water, I was like, oh, wow, this, this is, is it. it. It's not it. This isn't the it, but it is an it. Yeah. I will say, I and maybe this is just my naivete with what I thought we were going to get this season, and this is back to more serious and not nearly nude, but I, the idea... I just made me think of this because I was like, you were like nearly new. I was like, well, that means Andy McDowell would have to exist in 1814. And then that made me think of the fact that we still don't know. Like we literally all of the questions we had to start this season. I'm pretty sure we still have all, all of them. Yeah. No, <laughs> we, that was in, that was in my hot take. I forgot to mention it. Yeah. We're no closer on the three or four big we, things that we started. Does Dell know about the pawn and time travel? Like, What's which? Up? Like the White Witch, Jacob, do we know where he is or found him? Is Elliot a villain? These big What's up with that dirt? This these big four questions we had before a second of this season had aired, we still have all of those questions. That is not not the best. Listen, you can't start this season with Andy McDowell picking up the dirt and going, This is magic dirt. Yeah. And have me not constantly wonder you can just find an old Chuck Taylor in there. (laughs) (laughs) This is magic dirt. Oh, what's that? Um, All right, we did everybody. We're going to be back next week with another one. We'll be back tomorrow with Crime Time. Until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark. Oh, wrong one. Deck the Hallmark's a Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. God bless. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep, here they are. Happy day.